we, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures he restored my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. And I, and I watched Pastor Mark put his, put his, his fork down, and like he touched my hand, and look at the fellow and say, he with me. He, he with me. And I'm telling you, that some about to walk in a kind of favor. They're going to ask, what you doing here? And there going to be a voice from somewhere saying, oh man, can you hear what I'm releasing over you? Now let me tell you a secret. The prophetic word from me to pastor came a year, two years later. But I'm sitting out and I can quote to you every word that Dr. Miles spoke over Donnie McLuckin. He said to him, he said, Donnie, Ron, Rod Parsley, worshiper. T.D. Jakes, worshiper. Carlton Pearson, worshiper. Me, worshiper. He says, we are in an hour where God is taking the praise and worship leaders and he's putting a mic in their hands because he can trust them because they know the presence and he's taking people who know the presence and allowing them to declare the word. Oh, you missed it. And he says, Denzel, I want you to be like the woman that issued blood. Sit in that room. And when Jesus won't pass you, you see, Jesus is the word. Oh, y'all missing me. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So even though Dr. Miles Monroe has never laid hands on me, I was in the room when he spoke across the table and released a word over Donnie McClurkin. That word walked past me eating that corn on the cob. And I said, I, I received that. And I don't even know I was receiving it. That now here we are, 24 years later, and the same word that was spoken in the room that I shouldn't have been in is now manifested in my life. God, right. we are the time. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's enough. I'm telling you, get ready for another room. Some of y'all need to start dressing different. You need to start acting different because you don't know when you're going to get called. Come, I need you in this room. You're going to get called out of the room you were in into another room. Jesus. Joseph down there in prison, licking his wounds. He's upset. Because he's been forgotten. Any of y'all know that feeling? 
upset because you've been forgotten. Glory to God, ain't nothing like being forgotten. Like when you know you was good to people. When you open doors for them. When you release favor for them and now they have forgotten you. Joseph is now sitting down in that prison. And he's been forgotten, licking his wounds. But on a day that he didn't see coming, here comes a message and says, Joseph, they're calling you to another room. Joseph, your name is in the palace while you are complaining in the prison. There's someone talking about you in the palace. And I'm telling you, while you're in the Rhine, glory to God, there's someone in another location that's calling your name. While you in UB, there's someone in another location that's calling. While you in Sudan, there's someone. Hey, glory to God, there's. But, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. The thing is when they recorded that when they, when they called Joseph, Joseph has to shave himself because where he's going he he didn't he didn't look right my question is where did he find razor where did he find garments that fit for where he was going and the Lord says that's the word to life this morning all you got to do is say yes and God will have a razor made available. All you got to do is say yes. And God will have them to find you some clothes that is fit for the king's palace. Joseph didn't have the clothes. Joseph didn't have the jewelry. But he had the call on his life. And once you got a call. Alright, calm down. Once there is. Once there is a call on your life and you receive that divine provision is for you, all you got to do is say yes. I told him in the first service, Luke 15, verse 27. He says, this man returns home. Put it up there for my police girlfriend. He, he returns home to his daddy. Y'all know the story. Y'all know it. Y'all hear from Sunday school. The prodigal son. That's the story it says. The prodigal son, he returns home and uh, he says to himself, the servants in my father's house eating to the full. One more time. See, we don't believe, we say the word, but we don't believe it. The servants in my father's house, they barely full. And I'm here about to eat pig slop. I'm in the book, y'all. I ain't making this up. The servants have food to waste. And I'm a son. So he says, I'll go back to be a servant. So he's prepared to live as a servant. But this is gets me, this, this, this trips me out all the way out. Fabio, watch this, Fabio. So now here is the son. God, dancer, don't preach it. I feel so good. Should I preach that? Oh. This, this. When y'all go somewhere, all your preachers, preachers, one, one of your preachers, this is crazy. The, the son, um, Vera, he's standing up there, smell like the pig pen. Look like the pig pen. <laughs> the father says, that's cool, 
I even ain't going to make you bed. I'll cover you. Some of you losing time because you believe. You too dirty. This sound familiar, reader? God didn't give me no prophetic word. I ain't fit to prophesy. Because y'all know what I didn't do wrong. I ain't fit to walk in this favor because you ain't know the mess on my life. And every now and then, God leaves the mess on you, covers you in the mess, so just in case you want to forget and believe that you're something, every now and again, you can smell. See, 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 there are some things that are still on you and they are on you to keep you in a posture that whenever you want to turn your nose up to believe that you are something special, you look right up and, oh no, I I. Close bracket. Let me, let me move. 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 That ain't the point I wanted to make, but that was free. That felt good, though. He says, but the father said to his servants, what? Bring forth. Here's the problem. Here's the problem, Nessa. Nessa is the problem. The father said to his servants, bring forth. Who is the father talking to? Who's he talking about? He's talking to servants, but who's he talking about? The son, right? Uh, the son lived in the house all his life. The son knows where everything is in the house. The son returns home and is standing there. It would make sense to me for the father to say to the son, boy, go in the closet, get a robe. But the, the father wanted to give a principle to life, what I've said it this morning, to let you know that your provision is not your responsibility. You ain't see it. You ain't see it. Your provision is not your responsibility. I could send you to get the robe. I could send you to get the shoes, but then you would believe that it's your job to provide for you. I don't ever want my children believing that their responsibility is to take care of their own provision. So he says, you stand here and I'm going to send the servant. And the servant is going to get for you what you need. Isn't it amazing that the book of Genesis says uh, that the earth was empty, void, full of darkness. And God said, let us make man. That ain't what happened. Because God could have made man while the earth was empty, void, and filled with darkness. I ain't gonna lie, if I was God, I'd have made man right there. Because then I, I'm, I'm omniscient. And I know a man go. And, and, and they taught me, easy come, easy go. So if I was God, I'd have made him clean up some of that, that emptiness. I would have made man and let man know labor so that when, when the emptiness turned into a garden, he would appreciate the God. Come on, talk to me. And some of you, um, side point, you got to expose your children to some of the work. This is a side point. This, totally, this, is, this, this, this ain't no segue. This is a point off to the side. Don't do everything for your children. Because then they have no appreciation. Even if you could afford the housekeeper, tell the housekeeper you don't clean their room. Say amen to that. I should have said this in the first service. Yeah, tell the housekeeper, no, you clean my room, and I want them to see you cleaning my room. And they can say, Daddy, they clean your room. They clean. No, you don't have a job.
No, and if you fool around, I, I will tell them not to wash your clothes either. And not to iron your clothes. And actually, I could tell a cook to egg. Yeah, no, so you got to teach this children responsibility. Some of y'all don't too much need for this children and they ain't that responsibility. And they grow up spoiled and they become somebody else's burden. Sorry. Yeah, now they're a burden to us now. Now all of us pay for your child because you didn't teach them no value for systems and now, now that child is coming out of my money. Close bracket. He could have made Adam in the beginning so Adam could partner with him, but God says not so. He says, that is why this is the gospel. The gospel is too good to be true news. God says, I will put everything that you need in place before I put you in place. Because I want you to be convinced that your provision is not your responsibility. We have been called, and this is a paradigm shift. The Lord was so driving, oh, yeah. he was driving this thing so hard on me over these last few days. He says, son, preach this and preach this and preach this because for the assignment that I have for Life Worship Center, for you and this church, this church cannot be worried about, I still single, I need, I need, a, I need a mate. I still sick, I need healing. I broke, I need some money. And I don't need my, my people to be concerned about the affairs of this life. Go to 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy. Let's end with that scripture. Is it 2 Timothy or 1 Timothy, Shani? Whichever Timothy it is there. Put it up. Watch this. This is crazy. Uh, read that for me, please, reader. What does it say? How therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ? Go to the next verse. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, but he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. All right, give me that in another version. Give me that in a... Give me that in NIV. Let's see what it says. If you can. NIV? You have it? Who's the say there? Verse 3 and 4. Got it? All right, go for it. And the things you have heard me say uh -huh. in the presence of many witnesses entrust uh -huh. to reliable people right. who will also be qualified to teach others. Right. Join with me in suffering yeah. like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. Uh -huh. No one serving as a soldier. No one serving as a soldier. Gets entangled in civilian affairs. Oh my God. Say it again. No one. Read it again. No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs. No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs. That word soldier can be replaced with the word ambassador. Ambassadors don't get entangled with civilian affairs. Our ambassadors that go in different places in Washington and other places their, their stress is what color suit I can wear today. Not where I can find a suit, what color suit I can wear. That's the stress of our diplomats that are representing this country. I don't know about Bahamian diplomats. Their stress is, okay, purple or red? Which color tie to wear today? That's the only stress they have. They don't worry about grocery. 
They don't worry about what the rent is and I don't want you to sleep. Our diplomats living good. I ain't gonna lie. They almost make me want to get close to one government. Like anyone. Anyone. Them little, them little diplomat, that little four or five years of diplomat? Diplomat? No. Jesus. We got a member working in the office of a diplomat. I say, what? Even in a diplomat. I will say more, but you Care of you, if you diplomat and you have children, those children now become the state responsibility. Your spouse becomes the state responsibility. Because they don't want you entangled with civilian affairs. They don't need you. Listen. Too much of the church is trying not to catch COVID. Too much of the church, we so stressed, can we duck in COVID? So busy making sure we have grocery in the house. We so stressed over these things that we're so caught up in civilian affairs. Read the rest of the thing after civilian affairs. But rather, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. You hear that? So read that, that the same verse 4 again. No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs. No one serving as a soldier, no one serving as an ambassador, no one serving as a representative gets entangled with civilian affairs. What do they do instead, Marisha? But rather tries to please his commanding officer. They pleasing their commanding officer. You know what that means? That means if you are concerned with your affairs, you are displeasing your commander. Am I talking to anybody? If you stayed up any night over the last and saved, over the last since you've been saved, if you've been out stressed out because you couldn't make ends meet, you have been displeasing your commanding officer. I made sure with this kind of word, give you plenty of scripture so you can know this is no fanaticism. This isn't just me talking excited. This is in the book. He says, when you don't concern yourself with civilian affairs, your commanding officer is pleased. When you do, he is displeased. And I'm, I'm done for true this time. We had the song, Christopher Brimson did this song, my God. It says, what if God is not happy with our praise? What if he is not pleased with the words we say? What if he takes away his love and his spirit from above? What if God? is not happy with our praise. Now, I don't know what Brinson was thinking, but now that I'm seeing this, he ain't happy if you're stressing about your bills. So we must change the way we walk. We must change the way we talk. We must live a life that's pleasing to our king. We must read. Oh God, that's good. Just be pleased. 
with my praise. Your loud shout don't please him. It's your faith walk that pleases him. It is your conviction that my bills are not mine. They belong to him. See, once you belong to God, the only thing that my comes after is God. Nothing else comes after my but God. Or you'll say, my God, my Savior, my provider. But you can't open my bills. I have no bills because I belong to him. Glory to God. I sleep concerning my children because they are really not mine. They are his. Because children are in heritage under the Lord. He that finds a wife, he obtains favor. This is a blessing from the Lord. That's him. That's his bride. So why stress about what he thinks? He ain't pleased if you stress it. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.